Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. John Justrinsky. It's 11.05 here on this Friday evening. We got to jam a whole lot into one hour. So we got to make the most of this. That is what we're going to do. It's JJ After Doug. John Shostremsky will ride here on the fan. Get aboard at 877-337-6666. And the blockbuster trades and moves in Major League Baseball continue. And you think about the fact that in a calendar year, Mookie Betts, Francisco Lindor, and Nolan Arenado have all been traded. It's pretty crazy when you think about it. But laying in the weeds, waiting to strike in a mediocre National League Central, a very winnable, a very gettable, National League Central. The St. Louis Cardinals. And I think about our buddy Robin Congress who was complaining to me about a week or two ago about his team not spending money, not making a big move. The Cardinals are one of those teams, folks. Normally when they get one of these sort of players, they have great success. McGuire, Matt Holliday, even though they haven't seen Goldschmidt at his highest level yet, they get Paul Goldschmidt from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Well, now they got their third baseman for the next couple of years, depending on opt-out situations. And basically, the way it worked with this contract, it's really crazy to think about the fact that the Colorado Rockies are still going to be paying $50 million to get Nolan Arenado off of their hands because the contract was so outrageous and because they're in a position where they're looking to save. To me, from a Cardinal standpoint, this is a brilliant move. They did not give up their top prospects in their minor league system. And for a team like St. Louis, it is kind of rare to see them end up with the big free agent. Doesn't happen often. Normally what the Cardinals do, and they've done a great job of this in the past, they get somebody in a trade. They try to sell them on how great St. Louis is. They got this. They got that. You can do this. You can do that. And guys end up staying. It's a place they want to play. 
So I am going to bet, even though Nolan Arenado had his sights set on the Los Angeles Dodgers, I have a gut feel he's going to really enjoy playing in St. Louis. But from a Mets standpoint, we were talking about the different pivot points of this offseason. If indeed, you know, they don't sign Trevor Bauer. And one of those options was Nolan Arenado. And I think somebody called me yesterday and had suggested, well, can the Mets get Arenado and Bauer? And I said, absolutely not. Even if you're going to have Colorado take $50 million, no, the Mets were not going to go in that direction. Considering what St. Louis gave up, would I have been more proactive on a player of this caliber? 100%. I never got the sense, though, from what you read and what you heard that the Mets were major players on Nolan Arenado. Do I think that is a mistake? Yeah, I do. Because I think he's a tremendous, tremendous player. Make the case he's the best third baseman in all of baseball. So, Arenado's out. So, what's next for the Mets? Is it Bauer? Perhaps. Is it Chris Bryant in a trade? Maybe. Are we looking at Jackie Bradley Jr. and, you know, another arm that's not getting a whole lot of love and attention? I, I think any of these potential options are in play. But, like, if I would have had a choice, and I didn't get the sense the Mets were, you know, looking at this as a 1 or 1A one type deal, but I would rather have Nolan Arenado on my team than Trevor Bauer. I would. Because I believe in Arenado's talent more than I believe in Bauer's talent and more the makeup. I love the way Nolan Arenado carries himself. Everything about that guy oozes ball player. Gamer, glove. I mean, the guy's a stud. He's not a product of Coors Field. Anybody who thinks that, I think he's out of their mind. And I am fairly confident that he's going to go and have a monster year or maybe two years or maybe five years wearing a St. Louis Cardinal uniform. So as we wait for the Mets to go and make their next move, they're very chatty and Twitter-happy. Owner has decided to call it quits from Twitter. And you want to talk about a story that felt like it was above my head with the whole day trading, the Robin Hood, the GameStop stock, Cohen and his buddies basically trying to you know, bail out his guy from GameStop, the whole deal. I don't want to bore you with the financial minutia of it because I'm sure many of you, myself included, are sick and tired of hearing about it because it's been everywhere over the last day or so. But we know that Steve Cohen went into this Twitter war, basically, with our buddy, our pal, Dave Portnoy, over at Barstool Sports. And Portnoy was looking out for a whole lot of the day traders out there. In his estimation, he thinks he's looking out for the little guy. Cohen is basically like, well, who are you to lecture me on ethics and this and that? And, you know, they added out on Twitter. They added out on Twitter the way you and I would debate something or the way, you know, Pete Hoffman and I would go back and forth. Although Pete Hoffman and I are way more cordial, we're way more friendly. And do I think Portnoy is going after Cohen for a reason? Yeah, I do. I think it's twofold. One, 
she was hurt here with this whole GameStop Robin Hood deal. Second of all, remember, he was involved with Mike Rapoli and the A-Rod bid to try and go and get the team. So, you know, do I think Dave is particularly happy about Steve Cohen owning the Mets? No, I, I, I don't. But I know there are going to be a lot of people now saying, see, this is, you know, a sign of things to come. This is trouble. This is a problem. I don't see it that way at all. What I think it is more than anything, though, is a lesson for Steve Cohen. You don't need social media. Bottom line, go build a winner. And I think Cohen may have realized, and Cohen may have learned, that he may come back on social media at some point. Because I'm sure he does not want to look like the guy who was booted because of Dave Portnoy. And because he lost or got shut down in an argument. Knowing, you know, a man of that stature, I I wouldn't want to be off Twitter that way. But the point is this. He's taking a little Twitter timeout. Because you're learning that when you're in a position of this sort of magnitude, where you escape the shadows... And now you're in the public eye. And now you're front and center. It's like, sometimes these battles, in many ways, are unwinnable. Whether you're right, whether you're wrong, whether you're in the middle, regardless. And maybe he needs a little Twitter timeout. Take a little break. Go build a winning team. Come back in the summer when, you know, the Mets are wearing black jerseys or... You know, there's a line at Shea Shack that you're trying to figure out. And he even tweeted this, let's get back to the Mets. You know what, Steve? Let's get back to the Mets. I think most Mets fans want you to get back to the Mets. And I have been very supportive of this ownership group. I am not backing down from that support of this ownership group. I think he's going to have resounding success. And I am not concerned about, you know, a brouhaha with Dave Portnoy and a back and forth on Twitter and now, you know, shutting down your Twitter as like this referendum on whether or not he's going to be a good owner. I I think that's a whole lot to do about nothing, personally. What I want to see, results. And I'm sure somewhere, maybe it's John Mara, maybe it's Hal Steinbrenner, maybe it's James Dolan, who the hell knows. I don't know if there's like some New York City like ownership Group chat. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. Who knows? Dolan kind of would be the odd man out. Like, I could see Hal Steinbrenner and John Mara having a chat. You know? Like, I, I definitely could see that. Woody, eh, he's been in London, overseas. You know? He doesn't have that problem anymore. He's coming back. So, I, I don't think he's involved in the group chat. But let's just say Hal and uh, John Mara going back and forth saying, See? This is why we're not on social media. This is why we're not on Twitter. You can't win these battles, especially against someone who is as witty and as quick and is just flat out brilliant with the way he operates his social media platform and Dave Portnoy. Listen, I'm not saying you have to like Dave. I'm not saying you have to be a fan of what they do over there. The guy is a genius. I mean, let's call it like it is. The guy's a genius. I'm envious. I'm jealous because, listen, I wish I had that idea. I wish I had that money. I wish I had that platform to basically do whatever the hell I want to do. He's good at what he does. Period. 
you go into a Twitter war with him, you're usually not going to come out on the right side of it. Best thing Steve Cohen could do, stay away from Twitter, build a baseball team, and go from there. It's 11 16 here on this Friday evening. We got a lot to get to. All the basketball. Nolan Arenado's the Cardinal. Pretty pathetic that, you know, the Rockies are eating $50 million to say goodbye to one of the best players in all of baseball. Are you upset the Mets weren't in on Nolan Arenado and Steve Cohen shutting down Twitter? To me, no big deal. Build the winner. That's what I care about. Your calls, your reaction. I see them coming. They're up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.